I would imagine that almost everybody listening is familiar with the rock band The Police. Their lead singer was an English teacher named Gordon Sumner, who renamed himself Sting. They took America by storm in the 80s, much like their predecessors Queen, Pink Floyd, The Beatles, and other British bands. When Sting was going to publicly announce that he was leaving the band to pursue interest in other music and to follow a dream, music critics threw him under the bus, saying it was foolish, he would never be successful, very few people leave bands to become successful solo artists. Well, we know what happened, and I think everybody knows Sting. Years later, a reporter that was involved in calling him foolish pulled him aside and said, Sting, how did you pull it off? How did you do it? How did you not only become one of the most awarded musicians with some of the most famous songs, how did you become a legend? Sting, with all his humility, and I think this is advice we should all absorb, no matter what you do, or pursue in life, this is good information. Listen up. Sting said, it's simple. I surrounded myself with people who were much more educated, more gifted, and a lot more fun to be around than myself. Well, in the last episode of All Heart, I shared the inspiring and encouraging story of taking a road trip through Nashville and having a strong impression that we needed to leave Utah, my home, my family, friends, where I'd built a business. I didn't even know what was about to take place, but I followed my heart. And on today's episode, you are going to hear some interviews from some of the people that God put into our lives who helped make Christmas. Along with you, it became the number one Billboard album in its genre. And something else I could not have even fathomed, the Gospel Music Association in 2018, for their 50th anniversary, awarded Christmas as the instrumental album of the year. Cause you took Welcome to All Heart with Paul Cardall. The one thing with Christmas that I really love is that people all over the world are remembering the Christ child. The engineers, producers, conductor, it's like the Olympic dream team. It's just so big. It's been a treat to work with Jim Daniker. He's absolutely brilliant. When I first took this on, I thought, man, this one will be easy because it's just a piano record. It's not been easy. It's been one of the most challenging things I've ever done. So much hangs on every little note. 
every little texture and every little detail. You're focusing on, on the centerpiece, which is Paul's piano, but ideally you're making something just blossom out of that. We uh, had some really fantastic arrangements uh, and the players uh, brought their A-game. It could not have been better. We were really blessed to have David Ships involved. There was one called Jesus Once of Humble Birth. I just didn't know that tune at all. That one was really pretty. To come to Nashville and work with the very best musicians adds so much more to this album. You know, you're working with the best of the best in the best facility. Ocean Way's got a, a very storied past. There's been a lot of really incredible recordings here. Uh, it's always a pleasure to, to add another one to the list. In the bleak I've always loved the music of Audrey Assad. Her voice is so angelic. We're fortunate to have CC Winans. She's on the album doing Oh Holy Night. cinematic, almost um, reverence worship piece. Uh, there's nobody else I can imagine doing that, that number the way that CC does it. Lamb of God, firstborn son, eternal Christ, the anointed one. Patrice Tapoki, her voice comes right from heaven. That song is so much bigger than the notes on the page. It, I think Paul and, and Jim Danica and Michael Bishop have done such a wonderful job in bringing new life to a song that's already touched so many people. And no matter how they try to hurt you. I think the idea is to take people on a journey, something that's just fun to listen to. We've been working on this since summer of 2017. It's one of the more cinematic projects for sure. It takes you places where you kind of reminisce, you know, your memories of Christmas um, and stirs up some emotions, but mostly, man, it's just kind of a joy to listen to because it's so beautiful. We tried to create an album that focuses more on the Christ. This whole project is about Christmas and that story is um, a story of redemption. Christmas really is about the birth of Jesus. These are timeless melodies, and, and you, you want to craft something new and unique with them. The Christmas carols that we know, but done in a very different setting. We still have all the joy and excitement of the lights. The productions are just so rich and so intricate. It is epic, it is spiritual, it is beautiful. It's all the sounds to make you fall in love with Christmas again. This is one of the most beautiful Christmas albums that I have ever been a part of. And I can't even believe it has my name on it, but Jim Daniker, who's the musical director for Michael W. Smith, 
been with Michael for some 20 years. He is really the heart of how this all happened. Because when I came to Nashville, which the previous episode, I talked about why I came to Nashville, the remarkable journey of what happens when you follow through on an impression, a prompting, God is telling you to go do something and you do it, what happens? And you have to, at times, give up a lot, sacrifice a lot in order to pull it off. But it's incredible the return in the joy that happens when you do through you do follow through. So I'm going to set up these uh, these conversations. You'll hear Tim Johnson, who is a uh, editor for KSL News out in Salt Lake City, a good friend of mine. He asked the questions to the artists. I'm very encouraged by them, and I hope they inspire you with the gift that you've been given, that you've developed into into a talent that you're using, that's helped define your purpose in life. I know that you're going to draw principles out of what they have to say to make your world better, not only for yourself, but for everyone around you as you light the world with your energy. So welcome to All Heart with Paul Cardall. These are the interviews about this remarkable album, Christmas. Give me the background. How did you meet Paul? Oh, man, I owe a friend of mine lunch, I think, because uh, Paul, I think, was going to, um, he came to Nashville. I think he was looking to do something in Nashville. And uh, just from what I understand, he was looking around for somebody that could help him um, achieve his vision uh, for this project, to, to do this this cinematic thing. And um, a friend of mine suggested me, I think, if I've heard properly, and uh, we met last year, just kind of hit it off. And um, I had just finished a project of my own that... Um, I assume Paul liked and, and thought maybe this is the guy to, to help me do this. And so I'm honored to be here. I think, I think we've really done something unique together and it's just been a blast to do. What has your career been like up until this point? A little bit about your background up to this point. Yeah, um, well, I grew up on film music, obviously. You know, John Williams, uh, James Newton Howard, uh, Howard Shore, uh, all those guys who did um, iconic pieces of, of film music. That, that was my musical upbringing. Um, but for the last 22 years, uh, I've worked for a guy named Michael W. Smith as his keyboard player and musical director and uh, produced a couple projects for him. And um, so it's kind of like I've got dual careers. I do this thing with Michael about 90 days a year where we kind of go on the road around the world and um, help him kind of implement his ideas. And then the other 275 days a year, if I'm doing my math right, uh, I do this kind of thing. I help other artists with projects, whether it's in a producing role or arranging um, and then scoring projects for film and, and um, media. Um, but this, this is the kind of thing I really live for because it, it really lets me stretch my wings as an arranger and, um, and just you know, check off boxes that I don't get to check off very often. So it'd be incredible. What's one thing you want the listeners to come away with after listening to this album? I think we want the listeners to be, um, again, very inspired. Uh, we want them to be moved. We want them to um, obviously be in the Christmas spirit and uh, think about ultimately what um, Christ has done for us. I mean, this whole project is about Christmas, and that story is um, a story of redemption and um, and the fact that God pursued us. And um, the only way that that could have happened is is through what happened uh, two thousand years ago in uh, in Nazareth. And and so we are just hoping that people you know enjoy the project that they hear something fresh that they haven't heard in Christmas music before, 
and that it just leaves them feeling, again, just extremely uh, moved and inspired and excited about Christmas. Patrice Topoki is an angel. Her voice comes right from heaven. Uh, she's a Broadway star from Australia, and she sings this powerful message about Mary. Shortly after the Savior is born, Mary, in my mind, is reviewing everything she's learned at the synagogue, uh, sitting with the women. They weren't allowed to go in and sit with the men, where it was, everything was being taught. But she would have overheard all the scriptures, the, the foreshadowing, the telling of Christ coming, and then her putting two and two together and knowing uh, Mary did know uh, who her son was. And so we try, to, we try to unveil that in that song, and Patrice does a beautiful job. And, and the thing that that song does is it really connects, that song really connects with parents who are told your child has an illness, or your child is born with a defect. And my parents faced that when I was born with a complex heart defect. Mary knew her child was the Son of God. And when you start hearing scriptures about how Christ is going to die, going to suffer, Mary would have, I, I can't even imagine what this mother, this beautiful woman would have felt knowing that her child is going to suffer. So parents who under, that have children who go through hard things, they will really connect. What was it like after he contacted you and uh, you, got a, you got a grip on what the song was? I was so excited when Paul approached me to sing A Son of God. Uh, I remember getting the demos through of the song and thinking, wow, there's, there's so much, um, the lyrics are so simple, but they have so much weight in them in terms of what they mean and, and, and what they carry. And I didn't know how I would go in translating that, uh, in, in singing and, and performing that song. Son of God, Holy Christ, you've been born to us this sacred night in a cave in Bethlehem. Rest your head in my hands. I still feel like Son of God is so much bigger than me um, and I try to when I listen to it not listen to my voice because I get a little you know a little shy but but to listen to the overall message of the song which I've sat back and watched touch so many people that song is so much bigger than me and you know bigger than the notes on the page the way that I approached singing Son of God was from the perspective of a mother. I know what it's like to be a mum. I know what it's like to not know if you'll be able to take care of the child that you're going to have. You were born because you love us. You love us. You save us. Born to heal us and restore.
I guess with Son of God from that point it was about the actor in me exploring the the pressure that Mary may have felt knowing that she was carrying the Son of God uh, having the experiences that she had and knowing that she was an instrument in, in bringing him into this world is something that I could only bring a certain level of experience to and, and from there it was about um, I guess imagining what it would have been like for her. Because you love us, you love us, you save us from the fall, you were born to heal us and restore us, but I'm not sure how, I'm not sure Right? Yeah, T R E V O R P R I C E. Okay, what we we were talking about before. You've produced the last three albums of of Paul's with uh, you know bringing in strings local to Salt Lake. What was it like coming out here to Nashville and seeing uh, what was done? Yeah, it was everything I had hoped it would be. Um, because the only way to get those tones are to be in that room with those players and that gear. And really, the players are just world class. Um, and Nashville's such a great town um, that, uh, that it can sustain a music scene here where people can be the best at what they do and also be able to make a living doing that. So that's, not, that's, that's so rare for musicians. So I was just blown away and so excited and inspired to be in that space. What did working with Jim and Nick at Ocean Way, what, what, what did that do to what you want to do? Well, when I'm working in Salt Lake, I usually have to wear all of the hats at the same time. You know, I'm playing producer, I'm playing recording engineer, I'm playing Pro Tools engineer, like all of those different things. But out here, everybody has a defined role and uh, it's, the operation is just so smooth. Uh, I mean, when you're working on sessions that big with those types of players, like the costs are really high. So for everybody to have everything figured out before you even start recording is so important. Enough. Name and spelling. Name, David Ships, D-A-V-I-D-S-H-I-P-P-S. I'm the orchestrator and also for the sake of the recording session, I was the conductor. What, uh, what would you like those, the listeners who will be picking this up in six months? or so. What do you want them to know about uh, what you guys recorded today? Well, gosh, I think, I think uh, they're going to find out as soon as they start to listen to it, but that is just really pretty. I mean, there's, 
they're going to know that right away, but it's just really heartfelt, really beautiful. There's a couple of melodies that I was not familiar with ahead of time, and so it was a joy for me to listen to those. But I think it's just, it's, it probably sounds cliche, but it's just going to put you in the Christmas spirit, really. What were those tunes real fast that uh, you weren't familiar with? There was one called Jesus Once of Humble Birth. I just didn't know that tune at all. Um, and uh, so that one was really pretty. And, of course, I know Away in a Manger, that was one, but, but that was one. The way it was done was really cool. It was a kind of a neat uh, arrangement of that. Um, and so that was fun, too, just to hear, hear the, the Christmas carols that we know, but done in a very different setting, especially with the piano and the way the arrangements were done. It's pretty neat. We have uh, one of my favorite Christmas songs, is in the bleak midwinter because it talks about a poor person. What can they give Christ? What can you give if you have nothing to offer? And it talks about how you would give your heart, you'd give yourself. And I've always loved the music of Audrey Assad. Her voice is so angelic and so divine. And to have her sing in the bleak midwinter on this album, it's my album, is really, it's a dream come true. I've listened to her for years, and uh, you will not be disappointed by Audrey Assad doing In the Bleak Midwinter with uh, the way we've arranged it and Jim's orchestrations. It's so powerful and spiritual. This particular collaboration, uh, Christmas, um, what's it like? Uh, <clears throat> How, what was it like working on this one, a Christmas tour? I have to confess, I was new to Paul's music uh, when I was asked to be part of this, but what really won me over, and I don't think I've even told Paul this, is that I actually have uh, a best friend with a son who has heterotaxy, which is a, uh, a disorder that affects the organs in the body and involves congenital heart defects. And so when I heard about Paul's story um, with heart defects and heart transplant, it, it kind of nudged me over the edge to be part of what he was doing and um, I thought just the beautiful synergy of my passion for Ethan and you know what he's surviving at his young age uh, it seemed like a really cool way to be part of something with someone who's survived so much of the same type of thing and to know that he had heard of my music on a record that I made a, a collaboration I did with Matt Hammett for his son Bowen who has a heart defect as well it just felt like a great synergy I, I couldn't really pass up. The song starts out with such majestic language 
and it ends with this very sort of poignant, simple idea that actually giving ourselves is the most beautiful gift we have to offer to God. And so often I think we can be so concerned with offering Him correct thinking above all else or perfect adherence to doctrinal requirements. And that really gets in the way, I think, of the simplicity of what God does and what God did in Christ. It's like a great undoing of all that is wrong by just the simple embodiment of love. Um, and part of that for us is just being ourselves and bringing ourselves and showing up. And I think that gives God more pleasure than anything else that we could possibly give. And I hope that people can hear that in this song, that their imperfect selves are what God loves the most. I've always believed that if you want to be successful, you got to surround yourself with smarter people, more talented people. And so my life's pursuit has been to do that. And on this particular album, the Christmas album, I have been very fortunate to work with Jim Daniker. I've never had a producer over one of my albums in the 25 years that I've been in the music business. But to have Jim Daniker, who's been musical director for Michael W. Smith on tour, for 20 years is uh, amazing. It's incredible. Jim is one of the most talented keyboard players, arrangers, uh, orchestrators, composers I've ever met in this industry. So to have him involved uh, makes me want to listen to the record all the time. And so I'm excited that uh, Jim Daniker is part of the project. Although I might be a little biased, I think that we've got a project here that is really going to be a timeless classic. And um, not only is it one of the best Christmas albums I've ever heard, uh, it's one of the best sounding. Um, I think a big part of that is the, the, the players, uh, the musicians that we recorded. We've got Nashville's finest um, orchestral players on this album and some, and some session players. But it's also, um, it was mastered by a 10-time Grammy-winning mastering engineer, uh, Michael Bishop. And um, Michael just took my mixes and, and just 
knock this thing out of the park. It is, uh, I don't think I'm stretching this to say that it's one of the best sounding, if not the best sounding Christmas record I've ever heard. It just sounds huge. This is the first time I've had a Grammy award-winning artist on the album to have uh, the gospel legend C.C. Winans on the album is unbelievable. To have her do Oh Holy Night, uh, there's nobody else I can imagine doing that, that number the way that C.C. does it. Um, she's won so many Grammys and Doves and is so respected. And uh, I just have great admiration for her talents that God has given her. And I know that uh, Oh Holy Night with C.C. Winans is gonna be a huge, huge contribution to Christmas music. Oh Holy Night, the stars are brightly shining. It is the night of our dear Savior's stressful time of year but can also be a very beautiful time because we get to remember our Savior who came into the world and um, the one thing with Christmas that I really love is that people all over the world no matter where you go to church are remembering the Christ child and so to create music for the holidays clearly you know we have so much music and so much uh, out there to listen to and enjoy, why would you want to do another Christmas album? And for me, I want to convey really the, the spirit of why Christ came. And we take a lot of traditional pieces on this album and we really almost in a way make them cinematic so that it captures the, the beauty, the innocence, the, the, the mystery, the peace, and all the joy that comes from knowing that Christ is born and what he is going to accomplish, what he is going to do is change everything. And so we tried to create an album that focuses more on the story, uh, the nativity, Christ, uh, and we still have all the joy and excitement of, you know, the, the lights and everything associated with that, but we wanted to just focus mainly on Christ.
does Christmas mean to you mm -hmm. in the spirit of, the, of this song? Well, I can remember one particularly bleak midwinter that I lived through when um, the year that my parents divorced. I was 24 years old, I think, at the time, and was it was my first year kind of experiencing what it was like to be at two houses for Christmas, you know. And I was visiting, I didn't live in the city where we were doing that, and so after these two different, you know, Christmas gatherings, everyone else had plans, and I kind of just had alone time at this house where I was house-sitting, and I, it was great because I got to contemplate and sit with my emotions um, about what was happening. And it was very, uh, it was a very sad time, and I was grieving. And I remember thinking that year that I had grown out of being really excited about the presents and the, the shininess and the jingling bells and all that. Um, but what didn't change for me is that the idea of a God that we could hold felt so hopeful and helpful and appealing, you know? It was like, that is why this season is beautiful because in my grief, in this house alone, where I'm sitting with my sadness, there is a God that is not just some being far away without a body. Um, Christmas is truly about the love of God taking on flesh so that I can be close. And it meant more than ever that year. What does Christmas mean to you? What does Christmas mean for me? Well, at the end of the day, when you strip everything else out, Christmas really is about the birth of Jesus. That's, that's what that story is. You know, people can take it to mean a lot of other things, and, and our culture has taken it to mean a lot of other things, and we get wrapped up in the business of Christmas and parties and all those things, but when you strip it all down, the reason we're celebrating Christmas is because uh, Christ came as a baby uh, in a little unknown small little town to a very scared couple um, and had a baby and he grew to be the savior of the world and so that's what Christmas really is all about. What does Christmas mean to you? What does Christmas mean to me? Well um, there are two moments in the year that I, I think our, our faith hinges on. One is Christmas because it's the story of, of Christ coming and wrapping himself in human flesh and taking on humanity and it's because of that that we know that when we go through difficulty in life, and we all do, um, we can count on the fact that Jesus knows what it's like. He experienced all the trials that we experience. And um, then ultimately that leads us toward uh, the resurrection, through the, cru excuse me, the crucifixion and the resurrection, which is all part of that narrative. Um, we celebrate Christmas looking forward to uh, Christ's ultimate sacrifice on the cross and then um, his resurrection from the dead which is the promise that ultimately we all can hang our hats on and say this is where it's all going and uh, so to me it's they're kind of the bookends that that um, you know I try to capture some glimpse of that in everything that I do as an artist and a producer um, and it should be reflected in, in our work and um, it's what I base my whole life on so it's a privilege to do a project like this with that in mind. I'm here with C.C. Winans, one of the most beloved performers <laughs> in the world. And tonight we're performing at the Ryman. Yes, we are. And I'm honored to be here with my brother, Paul. 
She also has a brand new Christmas record. I'm not the only one with a Christmas record that features CC. <laughs> She's got a beautiful record out, so go check that out. Uh, so, but I had a great time. The, I'm doing All Holy Night on his on his record, and it's amazing. I mean, real. This this is why, right here. It, no, no, the playing, the uh, orchestration, it is just heavenly. It's powerful. So go Thank get you. it, so Thank that you'll you. be blessed. No, really, it was a blessing. Well, God bless you, everybody. Carpet with Tasha Cobb. Oh my! And obviously we got some just amazing new talent. Oh, that's a great question. Like she's prayer. We wanted to bring our kids up. Where we may not always be accepted. countries where we may not always be accepted. Was born.